Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Burst My Bubble with me, your host, Josh Ascroft. On today's episode of the show, we're going to be breaking down all of the games from yesterday, that's August 12th, as well as giving you your daily injury report, as always, as well as breaking down today's storylines, and there are some big ones. The fight for the eight seed in the West comes to its conclusion today, folks. So strap in, it's going to be a fun episode. Let's get into it. This is Don't Bust My Bubble. Okay, so let's kick things off as we always do with our daily injury report. This is August 13th. First game of the day at 12 o'clock Eastern Time, Washington at Boston. Uh, I should uh, preface all of these by saying for the majority of teams now, other than the eight seeds in the West, uh, positions for the playoffs are locked in. So a lot of starters for teams are going to be rested. So for Boston, Jalen Brown is out. Gordon Hayward out. Marcus Smart out. Jason Tatum out. Daniel Tice out. Campbell Walker out. For the Wizards, uh, Garrison Matthews is out. I see he's still not with the team. Uh, Shabazz Napier is available. So there you go. Who knows? Maybe the Wizards win that one. Uh, for Kings at Lakers, uh, on the Lakers side of the ball, KCP is out. Alex Caruso is out. Anthony Davis is questionable, and LeBron is probable. Rajon Rondo remains out. For the Kings, Marvin Bagley is out. De'Aaron Fox is out, as is Rashawn Holmes and Kent Bazemore. Dallas at Phoenix, a huge game for Phoenix, but more on that later. Seth Curry is probable. Dorian Finney-Smith, also probable. Maxi Kleber, probable. Courtney Lee is out. Kristaps Porzingis is doubtful. And Dwight Powell, of course, is out. On the Sun side of the ball, Cameron Johnson is probable. Kelly Oubre Jr. remaining doubtful. For Milwaukee at Memphis, a big game for the Grizz. Jaron Jackson Jr., of course, is out, as is Tyus Jones and Justice Winslow. For the Bucks, Giannis has a suspension for a game because of his headbutting of Mo Wagner. He got a one-day, uh, one-game suspension, which is hilarious. It's basically just saying, uh, it's the league saying, well, we can't do nothing because he headbutted a guy, but obviously we're not going to stop him from playing in the playoffs, so he gets a one-game suspension. Ersan Ilyasova is questionable, as and uh, Wesley Matthews is out. Four Spurs at Utah, Bryn Forbes is out, Trey Lyles is out, Tyler Zeller is out. On the Jazz side of the ball, Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert both out. For New Orleans at Orlando, uh, Josh Hart questionable, Drew Holiday out, Brandon Ingram out, Zion Williamson out. The Pelicans taking no risks with the future of their team there. Uh, On the Magic side of the ball, Michael Carter-Williams is out, Evan Fournier is out, Aaron Gordon is out, and Terrence Ross is out. For the Nets, for Portland at Brooklyn... Um, Jamal Crawford is out and Donta Hall is questionable. Uh, as for uh, Portland, they don't have anyone listed, so you can assume that the team is ready and raring to go. So that's going to do it for the injury report. Let's talk a little about yesterday's games. So there weren't all that many to talk about. Only only four games happened yesterday. Um, much more important games are happening today, so I'm going to spend the majority of the episode talking about those, but we're going to do a quick breakdown anyway. So the Pacers managed to beat the Rockets. They win 108-104. to 
On the Pacers side of the ball, good performances from Miles Turner, who had 18 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, Victor Oladipo with 16 points and Justin Holiday with 18. On the Rockets side of the ball, Eric Gordon returns to play. Uh, he had 13 points, didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three, but getting his legs back under him, which is good. Um, as for James Harden, he had 45 points, 17 rebounds, and 9 assists, so nearly a 45-point triple-double, pretty close to 20 rebounds as well. Outrageous performance from him, but still ending up with the loss, Russell Westbrook. Um, some other news for you here, actually, on sort of the injury side of things. Uh, Russell Westbrook had an MRI done, and he has a right quad contusion. So he is going to be rested until the playoffs start, and he's going to be reevaluated by the team uh, before that first playoff game. Uh, so the Rockets, uh, nothing to worry about there, really. The Pacers played well. Um, without Russell Westbrook, you can't really judge the team, though. I imagine that he's going to be back for the first game of the playoffs, if not very soon after that. Uh, for the Raptors Sixers game, the Raptors walking away with the win, one twenty-five to one twenty-one. Not much to talk about here. Joel Embiid once again leaves the game early with an injury, this time to his wrist. But it's been noted that uh, the uh, X-ray came back negative, so nothing to worry about too much there. Um, other than that, the Raptors uh, they played their starters about thirty minutes for the most part, twenty-five to thirty minutes. Uh, and then we're running out the second string of guys, very similarly to the 76ers, but the Raptors walk away with the win. Heat Thunder, very close game with the Thunder walking away with a 116 to 115 victory. Shea Gilgis Alexander with 18 points. Darius Baisley, 21. Uh, Chris Paul, just 12 points, but four assists, seven rebounds. Uh, as for the Heat side of the ball, uh, Jimmy Butler, just seven points. He only played 16 minutes, though. Uh, the majority of the Heat starters only played between um, 8 and 22 minutes, so they really weren't rolling out anyone um, in case of injuries. I would imagine they're trying to save guys for the playoffs now. Tyler Harrow played 38 minutes, though, and he put up 30 points. Uh, Chris Paul also got into an altercation with uh, Duncan Robinson, that great Michigan man that we all know and love here at Don't Bust My Bubble. Uh, Chris Paul was, I believe, being guarded by Duncan Robinson. He was pretty unhappy with him being all over him. Ends up throwing the ball at him, and then on the next play, uh, Jimmy Butler essentially shoulder charges Chris Paul, uh, later stating that you don't uh, throw a ball at any of his teammates, and that especially if it's one of his shooters, then you've got to deal with him, and you've got to deal with everyone on the team coming at you. Final game of the night, one that really mattered was going to uh, play a big part in deciding the two seed in the West, and it's the Clippers who end up taking that with a win against the Nuggets yesterday, 124-111. to I actually thought that this was a really good contested game. I really enjoyed watching this one. Um, until the fourth, it was really close, actually. Uh, there were a couple of points where, well, throughout the game, I thought the Clippers looked like the better team, and there were several points throughout where I was like, oh, okay, there we go, they've, they've pulled away now. And then the Nuggets kept actually fighting back. I, I thought they showed a lot of grit. I thought Jokic uh, was a, a ton of fun to watch, as he always is. He had 17 points and 13 assists. His passing was particularly good yesterday. That's really what made the difference. I, I really enjoyed watching that. Kawhi had a good night with 26 points. Paul George had a good night with 27 points. And ultimately, uh, the Clippers just have more talent. They were able to continuously walk away with it. Uh, to a point that the Nuggets weren't able to catch up. So 
So that wraps up the second seed in the West. The Clippers are locked in now, and every position in the entire playoffs now is fully set aside from the eight seed in the West. So let's talk about the matchups we're going to be seeing. In the Eastern Conference, it's the Bucks Magic for the first round. Raptors Nets will be a first round for the two and seven. The three and six will be the Celtics versus the 76ers, which actually is probably the worst possible outcome for the Celtics, given that they don't really have um, much big man presence to take on the likes of Al Horford and Joel Embiid, assuming that Joel can remain healthy through the playoffs, that is. Uh, the Celtics, however, should be able to absolutely shoot the lights out of the Sixers, so I think that's where we'll probably see the most entertaining first-round matchup, at least in the East. Aside from, you could argue that the Heat Pacers will be a very fun series to watch, getting a whole series of Jimmy Butler versus TJ Warren. Uh, TJ Warren hopefully will continue to play at a very high level. Obviously, they've still got Miles Turner on that team, along with Victor Oladipo and Malcolm Brogdon. And the Heat side of things, it's going to see how that plucky young core alongside Jimmy Butler will hold up under the scrutiny of the playoffs. In the Western Conference, so the the ones that we absolutely know about, are we know the Clippers are going to place uh, are going to face the Mavericks, which is pretty much the worst possible outcome for the Mavs. So definitely feeling sorry for them, and sorry for myself as a Mavs fan. Um, it wouldn't totally be the craziest thing in the world for the Mavs to push the Clippers to six games. I could see that happening, but I think ultimately the Clippers will walk away with the win in that series. Then the Nuggets get to face the Jazz. They have won the lottery in the Western Conference for the easiest first round. Uh, the Jazz falling out of the fourth place they were in when uh, the restart began all the way down to six. The Nuggets no doubt delighted uh, that they will not have to face uh, the likes of the Mavericks or the Rockets in the first round. And then finally, we also get the Thunder versus the Rockets, which will be an exceptionally fun round. I have no doubt about that. We have the return of Chris Paul against Houston and Russell Westbrook uh, going up against OKC. So that's going to be a really fun matchup. And honestly, I wouldn't put it past the Thunder to walk away with the win on that one. It's going to be a really close one. I think that series will probably go to seven games. Uh, can't wait. That's going to be a really fun one. Now, the Lakers, of course, have the one seed. But who is going to be facing them in the eight seed? And that is most likely, well, actually it is. It's, it's being decided today. Well, the 8-9 seed is, and then I suppose technically the 8 seed will be decided on Saturday when we have the play-in tournament. But we know for a fact that a play-in tournament is happening. And here's where the standings are right now. The 8 seed, 34-39, and 39, is the Trailblazers. In ninth, half a game back on them, the Grizzlies, 33-39. and 39. And in 10th, also just half a game back on the Blazers, also 33-39 and 39 are the Suns. Now, technically, we can't forget about the Spurs. The Spurs are also, in terms of winning percentage, half a game back. They've played less games than the other teams. They are 32 and 38. So, in theory, the Spurs still have a chance here. But I think it's much more likely that we're going to see the Grizzlies or the Suns walk away with a win today, which will lock them into the ninth spot. But there's a couple of different things that can happen. So the games that are happening today for these teams, um, 
Four o'clock is an incredibly important time today. We have the Bucks versus the Grizzlies and the Mavs versus the Suns. Now, in theory, you would think that the Grizzlies might have uh, some form of advantage here, given the fact that the Bucks will be without Giannis. They will likely be resting the majority of their starters, and it's not really in the interest of the Bucks necessarily for whatever team gets a win here. So the Grizzlies will have a decent chance here. The Mavs are going to be playing the Suns, and the Suns have already beaten the Mavericks once since the restart. The Mavs also, as I mentioned in the injury report, we don't know if Porzingis is going to be playing, which would definitely give an advantage to the Suns. But 4 o'clock is an incredibly important time, because if the Suns win the game and the Grizzlies lose the game, that means the Suns take their spot in the ninth seed. Um, Whether the Blazers... um, Well, if the Blazers win a game today, then they move up to 35 and 39. The Blazers are playing the Nets later at 9. I think the most likely thing to happen is that the Blazers will beat the Nets. I think it's incredibly unlikely that they won't. The uh, the Blazers really want to hold on to that 8 seed. Uh, Damian Lillard is a man possessed right now. So let's say, uh, for the sake of uh, this argument that the Blazers are going to win their game today. So the Blazers go up to 35 and 39, at which point they completely lock in uh, their eight seed. For the Grizzlies, they win that game. They remain in nine. If the Suns win, they uh, would move up to nine, and the Grizzlies would move down to 10. If both teams win, if both teams win, then the Grizzlies will remain in that spot they will continue to have the nine spot. Now, if the Grizzlies and Suns both lose and the Spurs win, then the Spurs will have a better winning percentage and the Spurs will actually take the nine spot, which would be really sad for both the Suns and Grizzlies who have had very interesting storylines for very different reasons with the Grizzlies doing super well in the regular season then being really unfortunate with an injury to Jaron Jackson Jr. in the restart and then the Suns having a really disappointing majority of the season and then playing absolutely lights out since the restart began. So ultimately who knows what's going to happen today it's going to be a really fun day to be watching basketball Try and watch the games happening at 4. The Mavs game is going to be happening on TNT, so be sure to to tune into that one because the Mavs-Suns one will be pretty critical there. I think the Blazers are going to win their game, and then I think the Suns are going to win against the Mavericks. I think the Suns are on such a roll right now. I think they're going to play... The hardest basketball they've ever had to play. And I think we're going to see a Trailblazers Suns play-in tournament on Saturday. Who's excited? I know that I am. That's going to do it. This this was a quick episode of Don't Burst My Bubble today. But a a fun one. And, you know, I'm just excited to be watching the basketball that's going to be happening today. Other than those games, you know, Wizards, Celtics, Kings, Lakers... I'm not going to break down what's going to happen in those games because they actually they have no effect on anything that's happening anymore. And it's kind of funny that we even have uh, games that are happening tomorrow because the games that are happening tomorrow have absolutely no effect on the outcome of the season. So likely you won't see any superstars playing for more than 
20 minutes in a game, I would assume. But we are finally here, ladies and gentlemen. The NBA announced once again that they've had no positive tests. We're so close to playoff basketball. I didn't think that this was possible. I, I'm frankly at a loss for words, which is very, very rare for me. But we're actually going to get to see playoff basketball. The standings are almost complete. We've nearly got everyone locked in. Today is the final day of dramatic seeding games that we get until we get an awesome playing tournament. I think that game is going to be so unbelievably fun to watch with so much on the line. And then before we know it, it's the playoffs. So that's going to do it for Don't Burst My Bubble. Uh, this this today's episode. I'm going to be back, of course, tomorrow to break down the games that happened today in case you didn't get a chance to watch them, in case you did and you just want to hear someone else talk about it more. We're going to be talking about who got that eight seed, who got that nine seed, and who is heading into that playing tournament in the West. A lot of excitement happening here in the NBA. Please make sure that you tell a friend Tell anyone that you know who likes basketball, that you don't even have to like them, but if you know they like basketball, put them on this podcast. I hope they'll enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow. I will speak to you then.